Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Ultimate Question Quest, Part 11, Episode 213. With the analogy of University E fresh, let's talk about church and gospel. In many minds, they are one and the same, but I would argue that they are not. If I were to break it down into two simple definitions, I would break it down as gospel is the law of God, whereas church is the vehicle to learn of God's law along with how to live it. Obviously, I've oversimplified it. However, this is not intended to be all-inclusive and detailed, but it is intended to get one thinking. It is intended to take what many might have understood wrong and to break those assumptions down, as has happened to me many times, especially in recent years, to get us back to the basics, maybe reorient us, refocus us, and to help us to understand something that is more perhaps black and white than either assumptions or gray. One of those assumptions is that the church and gospel are the same, as I've mentioned before. They are not. They are tied and related. However, they are different in several different and serve different purposes. An example is the gospel is an eternal principle or the law of God and never changing, whereas the church is for the now and can evolve to support the people as their knowledge grows, are ready for more, or how to learn it. It is also to help with living it in various different and difficult sometimes situations. With all of that being said, let's draw the analogy to this topic. Let's start with the owner or master. This is Jesus Christ, a perfect being with absolute responsibility, authority, and accountability. In this example, he has asked all to attend his, uni- his one and only university, where his topic, math, or the gospel, will be taught. I have to stop for a moment and suggest that the reason why I used math is that some have referred to math as the perfect language or even the perfect science. No other science can exist without math. And as far as we can tell, it is the perfect science, even though we don't necessarily fully understand it. And doubtlessly, we will never fully understand it in this mortality. Again, this is a leap because since we don't understand it, we don't know that it's perfect. But it's as close a parallel as I could get for this example. Continuing. He will call his president of the university, and again by him, I'm referring to the master or Jesus Christ, the president of the university or prophet, whom he will guide on how to run his university or church. I jumbled around there, so let me summarize. He, the master or Jesus Christ, will call the president of his university or church, the prophet, and he will guide this prophet on how to run it. The president or prophet will be human and imperfect. Yet the master, Jesus Christ, has asked us to listen, learn, and follow accordingly. The president or prophet will get direction to get professors to aid in running and teaching at University E or the church. These are those who serve in the church and are human and imperfect. We are directed to support them as they do their best to follow the president as the president is directed by the master. Support is different than follow 
as their role, their responsibility, accountability, and authority is different. We are all students directed to attend this university or church to learn what is needed to obtain eternal joy and become like the master eventually. The master only has one university or church. However, there are many that claim to be his. An example of this is what Christ did during the New Testament. During the New Testament, when Christ was born and grew up in the Jewish faith for all intents and purposes, around the age of 33, 34, um, maybe even actually slightly younger, more around the age of 30. I think I'm getting my math wrong. I apologize for my poor history here. But anyway, when he is around that age is when he started teaching his gospel or fundamentally his father's gospel. And it begs the question, as many people that I have met in the course of my life have felt, that as long as you have faith in a God, as long as you believe in a God, or even if you believe in Jesus Christ, that is enough. If I attend any church that supports my beliefs, that is enough. If that were true, then when Jesus Christ came, he may have taught teachings, but he wouldn't have tried to guide people to his church if any church were to do. At least that is how I view things. There is also the thought that in the New Testament, Christ makes the comment that he says, be ye one even as my father and I are one. I will quote that again later and actually give the scriptural reference. But it is difficult to be one when we have so many diverse viewpoints and outlooks specifically on how to worship our Savior. It would make far more sense, just pure logically, if there were only one way to do it, which is part of the reason why I'm using this analogy of the university, is if there is only one absolute science, let's call it math for simplicity, then should it matter what university you are to attend to learn about it? If we were to go to that simple length, I would argue probably not. But what if there were one being out there who was omniscient and knew the absolute best way for us to eventually learn everything there is to know about math? But this, this master only chose to create one university to teach that absolute truth. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of other mirror universities, similar or radically different or even non-existent, but only one that the master has designated as his own, just as Christ did with his gospel. I personally would want to follow in that one. As with many universities or with many churches, many will come, many will go, and many will not attend at all. If we want eternal joy. To me, it makes sense to follow the one and only perfect and mightiest being, the master or Jesus Christ. To do this, I feel that we should attend his university or his church. More to come along this journey, this quest. Thank you for listening. Smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it.